Hi there. Welcome to the Living Large and Hard podcast. All you motherfuckers. This one, uh, this episode is entitled My First Motherfucker. Any of you who have talked to me, any of you who heard this podcast, any of you who have read things I've posted on Micromax Marvin on Facebook or the um, Living Large and Hard Instagram, know that there's a certain word that I really like. I really fucking like it. That's fuck. And the first time that the word fuck was explained to me what it is was in the sixth grade. I actually think it was after sixth grade and we were just hanging out at, at the school for some reason. There was, what, three or four of us there and um, the meaning of this word that I had heard and, and saw that um, it got quite a reaction, but I had no idea what the meaning was, but it was explained to me. Now, let me explain Foster School, where I went. It was built in 1906. It had a gigantic coal room that um, when I went to school there, I, I don't believe it was still in use, but for some reason when they showed you around, they would show you the gigantic coal room, which just, uh, it looked like a, open a door to a black hole. It would just, there was no light beyond what the door shone. It just opened into infinity. Uh, by the library where we used to um, hyperventilate for a while. It was a, it was a hot thing to do. Uh, you'd hyperventilate and then someone would come behind you and while you held your breath and, and squeeze your chest and then you'd pass out uh, right by the library there where that would happen. Oh, one guy fell and the person squeezing them didn't allow them to, well, they didn't put them gently on the ground. They let them fall. They smacked their head and, um, yeah, they went convulsions, which we found quite terrifying because we were in grade school. Uh, right by the office there, the office by the library was this weird little room. You went up half a flight of stairs into this weird room that was just big enough for one of those grade school tables, as I remember it. And um, the little round ones. And would I think there was at one point, because I went to some class there. For a couple of years and uh, i think the most that we sat around there was five of us including the instructor so there's that it was this ancient school you know built in 1906 i went there in 1907 so it was new not really um also in the basement where the janitor resided and uh kindergarten was down there two of them i think i don't know so long ago some of you people went there you can chime in in the comments and refresh my memory. Um, but there's a back stairway from the main hallway upstairs and you'd go down and around. I had to go to the janitor's office for something to get something for my teacher or some shit. Anyway, I opened the door at the top of the stairs and the light was off. Um, so I swept my hand around trying to find it. And being a man on a mission and, and one, you know, feeling at that point I needed to do what I was told no matter what. I decided to press on down this stairway without being able to see a goddamn thing. So that went well for about a step and then I ended up tumbling down the whole thing of which I I remember it happening 
at the bottom, I just kind of stood up and nothing was hurt. I fell down an entire flight of stairs uh, without a bruise, without anything. It was very odd. It was interesting. It was an interesting experience. Anyway, that's where I first heard uh, sixth grade or after sixth grade what fuck meant. So then I went to another ancient school for seventh grade for junior high. And there's this guy there named John. Now, I have no idea what John's last name was, is he can't be alive still. He was too fucking nuts. Um, I don't know if anyone knew. He was just there. And not only was he, he didn't just, I mean, he looked old for seventh grade. He looked old enough that he could be in high school. And he, he looked old enough that he could have been the guy that drove the high school kids to school in the bus. I mean, this guy, and he was just, you, you know, you could tell when some people are just nuts. He was nuts, just looking at him. We had a health class, a good old health class. And uh, John raises his hand, and he goes, uh, the nurse that was teaching it, which came from the local hospital, she goes, yes, can I help you? And he said, yeah, is it uh, true that you should have a drop of blood in your semen when you come? Yeah, that was a reaction we all had. Um, and that was a reaction the nurse had. She's, and once she snapped out of it, she said, uh, who told you this? He goes, oh, that's just something I heard. She said, no, that's, that's not normal at all. Um, this guy also, this John guy, there was Mr. Jablonski. He was this square-headed, square-bodied um, gym teacher. He was like the alpha gym teacher in junior high, basketball coach, um, no-shit crew-cut kind of guy. And apparently, from what was said during um, lineup, because we'd come upstairs in our, in our gym shorts and t-shirts and line up for some reason I'm not even sure what for I guess to take attendance there was a discussion between Mr. Jablonski and this John guy and um, he pissed Jablonski off and Jablonski said something about yeah but didn't I get you in that corner and kick your ass and the John guy said yeah you did you did I was like what the fuck also after gym class one time I was down there um, in the locker room and I have no idea how this started I don't know if any of us do but um, this John guy had just come out of the shower and Mr. Stauffer who was the wrestling coach another crew cut guy um, and also the wrestling coach he got into it with this John guy and next thing you know they're fucking Tussling. John's naked, fresh out of the shower. I don't know if he was still wet or not, but so him and Mr. Stoffer going at it. Stoffer, I mean, they're like fucking going over benches and shit. And Stoffer ends up grabbing and putting some wrestling hold and finally getting him to, um, you know, tap out without tapping out, but getting him to finally calm the fuck down. So that was pretty uh, exciting. That kind of gives you an idea of this John guy and um, like I said I don't know any other way to explain it but nuts 
And he was just so, he never, no one talked to him because he was crazy. And he was, he was so much older than all of us in seventh grade. I don't know if, if, why he was there. I don't know, maybe he had a son there and he just hung out. But, no, he wasn't that old, but he was, he was way too old to be in seventh grade. So, I'm not sure where this happened, but I know it happened. Um, John bumped into me one time. And instantly, because I, I was this scrawny, I'm still scrawny, but I was really scrawny back then and terrified of everything. Um, so John bumps me, and instantly I feel my fight or flight, you know. Well, with me it just would have been flight because there's no fight in me now, and there certainly wasn't then. Um, and just like, boom, the adrenaline. And he turns to me and goes, motherfucker watch it and then I wasn't scared anymore I put I've never heard fuck with the er added on it so in my mind because I love words in my mind I'm going fuck er fucker and then he put a mother in front of it so mother fucker that's someone who fucks somebody's mother and I was just like wow this is awesome and my universe just expanded and it's been expanding ever since with that word and that combination of words um so i went i i mean i should have been afraid for my life he might have beat me to the point that i had blood in my semen i don't fucking know but i don't i guess because of the look on my face was kind of joyous then he might have thought i was fucking crazy too because <laughs> um I don't, I mean, nothing happened. He didn't, I'm alive. Um, he didn't hit me, nothing. I think I kind of freaked him out by not being freaked out. So, there's a little tale for you motherfuckers. Um, as always, as you can hear from the traffic in the background, coming to you from the skybox, high over 309 Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, not much traffic because of the coronavirus shutdown. We're in week two now. You can um, subscribe to these podcasts on iTunes. You can follow along on SoundCloud. I'm also on Stitcher now. I'm not really sure what that is, but people do listen through Stitcher. I put up links at Micromax Marvin on Facebook. And... Also, uh, you can follow along with visually to things that I go out of my way to find that are strange and, to me, humorous, and some other people seem to like it too, on Living Large and Hard on Instagram. So let's listen to a little more traffic and get our motherfucking asses out of here. <laughs>